0: situations are more eastern brown snakes uh they don't really like too much water but um and they're very adapted to suburbia as well so you know they evolution has allowed them to really thrive in you know blight park Windsor, you know out, out this way penrith um courage on you know all those sort of areas and the
1: time of the day we know when you go on the beach, you don't go swimming uh, at, at the crack of dawn. You don't go in the afternoon because, obviously, there's just shark waiting for you. That, that's, that, we've all worked that out. What is the time you're most likely to see a snake at home? Okay, so uh,
0: snakes and reptiles are all ectothermic, okay, so they can't regulate their temperature. Thank you.
2: I was going to say, what does that mean? Yeah. Up or down. Right. Yep. That's a
1: really good Scrabble word.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. it's
0: like double jeopardy. Or <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, so you know right. how to spell it. Don't yeah, you. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So, I, I guess um, what happens is people think the hotter it is, the more you get snakes. That's not necessarily the case. I did. Yep, that's what I thought. So your red belly black snake, for example, generally it's going to be red bellies and browns that people are worried about. Okay, so easy ID on a red belly black snake. It's a black snake with a red belly. Yep. Sometimes you see the red belly, sometimes you don't, depending on, on the grass or if it's on the concrete or whatever. Yep. Um, and when they're shedding their skin, their ventricle scales or the ventral scales on the belly go a little bit opaque or a bit pale. So it might look white, might look a little bit pink, but if it's a predominantly jet black snake, it's a red belly black snake. Why These do they
2: shed their skin, <coughs> Sean? Why do oh, they as shed they grow,
0: they, they shed their skin.
2: Okay, so because I've got um, skins... At home, where they're going through the fence. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Just and as they grow, visit. they yeah,
0: you know, they have to come out of their skin and yeah. Um, so,
2: does a snake in the life of a snake how many times would it shed its skin?
0: Oh, in a life of a snake, well, as they when they're small, yep. and they're growing and they're um, they're eating quite a bit. They shed okay. more often. Yeah. All right. Once they get a bit bigger, like yep. five six foot, it's only three or four times a year that they will, yeah, because okay. they have they're not.
2: Yeah, they're not growing as, much. growing as fast. Yeah, just like us.
0: So, um, and your eastern brown snake—I mean, from an ID perspective, they can be brown, chocolate brown, light brown, mm. silver, mm. black. Mm. You know, they can be a multi-orange. They can be a multitude. How hard of, is that? It's very difficult to ID an eastern brown snake. Yeah. Um, other than and like uh, Scott and I were talking earlier, <clears throat> even a young juvenile eastern brown when they're born out of an egg yeah they're banded every centimeter they have black bands and a black hood on their head right so a lot of people mistake the id for a tiger snake it's actually worse than that it's because eastern brown's considered second most venomous snake on the planet yeah uh tiger snakes about four or five so yeah you know it's it's kind of one of them things like i said earlier if you don't know what it is don't touch it yeah call a professional and you know, someone can... If you can take a photo of it, we can ID it straight yeah. away um, because you're going to have yellow-faced whip snakes and things like that. So yeah. a yellow-faced whip snake has a backward teardrop on its face. Um, predominantly brown snake. People go, oh, it's a brown snake. Well, it's a brown-coloured snake. Doesn't make it an eastern brown snake. Um, but still a venomous snake, so...
1: What are um, the top five in the Hawkesbury? Do we have a top five? Do we have a top ten? I mean, uh,
0: you know, we've got we got 12 of the top 20 in Australia. Of course uh, we do. In, in the world. <laughs> so, you know, your eastern brown snake and your and your red belly black snake. Um, when you get into Currajong and stuff, you've got tigers and mm. death adders and copperheads up there. Copperhead and tiger snake are more of a colder climate snake. Yeah. The the copperhead is um, predominantly a brown snake. It'll have an orange sort of stripe along the side and then a cream belly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They are our coldest, tolerant snake. Right. Going back to the temperatures with, with what we were talking about yeah. before in, yeah. in when they come out, red-bellied black snakes, generally 24 to 28 degrees. They like that's their optimum temperature. Eastern brown snake is 28 to 32. Yeah. But if it gets to 36 or 38, it's actually too hot. So if you if you think about it like you're going up a mountain and you get yeah. to the peak, that's the optimum. Yep. But if the temperature continues to go up, being ectothermic, they can't. They need to go to a cooler area. Right. Otherwise, when they get to 28, 30, or a red belly, for example, then they start going back down the other side of the hill. And one, if they get to the bottom, that's it, they're dead. They'll, wow. They get too hot.
2: Yeah, so they can't cool down.
0: That's where I'm saying there's a lot of... It's out there that you know if you got a red belly, you don't have a brown snake. That's rubbish. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I only heard that one the
0: other day, actually. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, this.
2: What there. about if you have blue tongues? You're less likely <coughs> to have snakes.
0: No, not necessarily, because they're on the diet of of other snakes. Red bellies eat other snakes. They eat each other. They're cannibalistic. Yeah. yeah. Um, frogs, birds, yeah. lizards pretty much everything, they're yeah. kind of... I, I actually like, um,
2: you know, and everyone, you're on Pulse FM here and we're talking to Sean, the Australian snake catcher, and um, my question to you is, I well, actually, my statement to you is i like you to tell me that if I have blue tongues, there's no snakes. <laughs> yeah, I know. You get it? Because yeah. I'm on acreage yeah, and 100%. I have blue tongues. <laughs> I mean, they move around,
0: okay? So yeah. the movement, um, and they have quite a powerful jaw, and the yeah. snakes know that. So yeah. if... If it's a metre-long red belly black snake, it's only going to be as thick as maybe a 10-cent coin, yep. so it can't eat an adult uh, blue tongue lizard because mm. it won't fit. And yep. if they grab the lizard in a certain spot, yep. the lizard's going to swing around and bite the snake, and yep. because of their jaw pressure, they can break spines and ribs and yep. puncture lungs and things yeah. like that. So okay. they the kind blue-tongue. of tend to know... Yeah. Um, but, you know, and the movement, snakes don't like a lot of movement. They like, they're quite shy creatures. Um, people say that eastern brown snakes chase you. Well, no, they mm. don't. Mm. They just have a more active defence. Mm. So if you're, if I'm going up against a red-bellied black snake, that snake's just going to try and get away all yep. the time. The same with the brown, but if I get within its personal space of two metres, yep. yep. the brown will turn around and stand up. They might yep. slide forward. That's yep. not That's not chasing me because... Yep. If snakes chased you, my job would be so much easier. because I would just call them and they would come. Right?
2: So uh, who you go to call? Yeah. Snake catcher. Uh, yeah, it's like just
0: come over here and jump in the bag. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. And and browns will tend to go in a bag um, mm. more often than a than a red belly. Mm. Um, they're just they're just the shy, timid species. Yeah. Um, but they are venomous, so you know you've got to got to give them the respect they deserve. Really.
1: So so tell us when you get called out. To go and catch a snake. Because I I reckon this is is the part I'm interested in. Number one. So you're out there. How many people all of a sudden become experts and tell you how to do your job? (laughs) Yeah,
0: all all of them. Um, uh, Sometimes, sometimes they want to help. Yeah. Um, And I can get them to help in different ways. Um, Coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Cold drink. (laughs) Keep keep an eye out. Um, (laughs) That sort of thing. But I can hand them stuff if I'm... In a pile of bricks or or water rubbish or whatever and and i'm handing them stuff i can just be then concentrating because yeah. i try to go through a situation like that even if it's in a in a house for example yeah. i have to go if they don't know where it is because if snakes go into a house people leave the house
2: yeah funny and then that we
0: that. don't know where the snake is yeah so i've got to check the entire house obviously you know fridges <sighs> okay. Um, under cupboards and and things like that are generally oh. just so they can hide, right? Yeah. Um. So I have to periodically go through the house. So I'll clear one room and then I'll shut the door and then mm. I'll, um, you know, periodically.
1: Is go this go by yourself? You're doing this? this yeah, yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. like
0: my wife does it and my my kids do it, so um, it's a family thing. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, it's predominantly myself. Um, my young bloke's very good at ID, so. Uh, that's what I was saying before, if you're not sure what it is, even if it's part of what it is, I had one the other day where there was a blue tongue underneath the fridge, and I said, just take a photo. So I said, can you see any of the animal? And she mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah. So she took a photo and it's just, it was a blue tongue, just a mm-hmm. pattern, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm not sure, and we get, we get calls from Brisbane and Western Australia and Adelaide mm-hmm. and all those sort of places, so I just if I'm not sure, I don't refer back to my field guide or anything. I just ask Liam. And yeah. I go, what do you reckon this is? It's oh, that's what it is. And sometimes I double check and I say, <laughs> he's right again. Yeah. Because as he was growing up and being interested in it, he just used to read all the books and stuff yeah. like that. So that's just one aspect that I don't necessarily have to worry about. Mm. Um, I got a handle on pretty much all the stuff in Sydney, but, um, you know, pe- people come to us for, for information and education. I mean, that's kind of what we're about and a bit of you know, the, the conservation side of things too because, you know, you get the shovel comments and you get, you know, i oh, just whack it and do this because it's there's a call-out fee. Um, you know, it's they play a vital role in the ecosystem and, That's right. and the environment because if we don't have them, then we're going to get an explosion of rodents and frogs and things like yeah. that. And then,
1: did um, you see that after the floods last year? Did you see an increase in snake call-outs?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just ending up in the wrong spot because they might be, you know, on a riverbank, for example, or or on in that corridor, and because the water came up, they just washed them into farmyards and houses. And especially when you know the water's up past the windows, Mm. they just
2: and they can swim, can't they?
0: Yeah, all snakes can swim, all snakes wonderful. can climb.
2: Yeah. So you have to be careful around swimming pools, when you you, in the backyard? Yeah. The, with, You've with got one, haven't you? Yeah, thanks very much for That's reminding right. me of that. Yeah, <laughs> <and> with, <laughs> with
0: the pool situation, yeah. traditionally it's the smaller ones that can't get out of the pool. Oh, I love that, uh, great. Yeah. So they'll swim around trying to get out, and what happens is the skimmer box is where they go because there's a wonderful. Slot. So when you pick up the skimmer box i will going to be sitting on the top. So <laughs> yeah, if you get yeah. a coat hanger or uh, something like that or that sort of situation where yeah. you've got a handle on the skimmer box, rather than sticking your fingers in the two holes, and <laughs> you potentially get tagged, right? So little things like that that you can do, people don't think of that sort of thing. No. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of the things. Who are you going to we'll send to the Australia, skimmer
2: box so next time, Scott? This is going to be interesting <laughs> for any family members of Scott listening... Whoever knows that they're going to be asked to do it, I'd question him.
1: Well, let me just say the, the barbecue invitation <laughs> comes, <laughs> at, comes at your own risk now. Where do they go? So let's say you, you catch a, I don't know, five-foot brown snake yeah. and it's aggressive. Like let, let's really cut to the chase. It, it's aggressive, right? It's upset you've chased it for the last 30 minutes. God knows what the neighbours have been doing, uh, really? whacking it, yelling at it. Where does it go? If it's injured, I'll take it to the vet. Yep, it's not um, injured. This is this thing is this just, just upset.
0: Off the chain, okay. Off the chain. Yep. Okay. Um, off the chain. <laughs> I, you know, just, I, I try to move them into a situation where it's not around people or... or home. Oh, great. So it's
1: going back into... Oh, it's going back into the wild,
0: 100%. With my licence through National Parks, it's catch and release. Oh, yeah. good, good, yeah. So, and translocation's a bit of a thing that's going on at the moment too. So we don't want to move them too far out of an area, we can put a disease from one area, if oh, I move the snake too well, far, you into don't a clean area, oh. yes, plus genetical problems, um, yeah. you know, that might be endemic to that area and mm. I'm going to put it into a clean area and vice versa. You yeah. might put something healthy into an area that's yeah. contaminated. So there's, there's all these little things and it's getting harder and harder for me to find somewhere to release things because of all the urban development oh, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a big situation for us at the moment because when they do a development the snakes all gravitate outwards when the development's finished they gravitate back to where they originated yeah and then there's houses or buildings or an industrial area or whatever so then people go oh i've never had snakes before uh, one thing i will say don't go buying those snake propellers because I didn't even know there was any around. Oh, no, we <coughs> probably
2: have a good stock of them that don't work.
0: Yeah, they, well, they do work if you want snakes. They attract snakes. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so because of the vibration that's in the ground is so mild, it simulates prey. Wonderful. People put them around their house and the snakes come to find out what's so, the vibration. And that's from.
2: a really good tip, though, really, I mean, because I have actually done that and we've gone and bought them and put them around because we had so many one year. And... Um, the vibration. And I'd be standing there with the pool and the pool pump vibrates, right? Yeah. And I thought, we actually didn't need to buy these because we've got this vibrating. So for everyone listening in today, don't well, I'm sorry to stop that market. But you know, I mean if you don't want snakes, yeah. oh, they're keep the place either, clean, which know. is what you said earlier. Keep it clean, keep <coughs> things off the ground. Yeah. And in some ways really when you think about it, it's a good idea because we're so prone with fires and, you know, floods and all that here that even from a fire perspective, you know, if you clean up all the old branches and all the scrub around the place, that's going to do the world of good for, you know, yeah, for multiple if you wanna, reasons. Yeah,
0: and if you're on property or something like that and you want to put a pile of something somewhere, mm. just put it in the back corner of your property. That's right. That's where the snake's going to be. Yeah. It's just when you go to clean that up or so use the firewood yeah, or whatever. The
1: clarification is... Just put it closer to the neighbour's side? is
0: oh, that 100%. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right on the boundary. Yeah, which neighbour don't you like?
2: <laughs> this is the next question. We've worked at your, your family, now it's your neighbours. And
0: people say to me, oh, um, I haven't had a snake before. And that's not necessarily right either. It's mm. people go to work and just because they haven't been home to see the snake go through the backyard, mm. that doesn't mean they haven't had a snake. Mm. Uh, and vice versa. It's, you mm. know, people go, oh, well, you know... I've got these things and I haven't had a snake, these mm. repellers, right? Yeah. It's like, but when did you have a snake before that? Oh, yeah. we've never had a snake. It's so, like, well, how do you know that they work?
2: Yeah, how do you know they were even there? Or, yeah. Yeah, that's right. If you yeah. yeah.
0: So no, it's, I get you. Know, you. Know, Is it, there a common
1: right. species of snake that's more likely to come into your house, let's really haunt everybody else now, to come into your house that you find, because you've been doing this for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Most likely years. to come into your house and go, this is it, I'm, I'm, I'm here, this is the... Well, when
0: it's... I, I tend to find when it's hot, like extremely hot, 38, 40, that's when they want to get inside yep. because it's cooler inside. Yep. And that's your red belly black snake. Of course it is. Eastern brown snake. <laughs> Yes. All of them, really, common tree snakes, yep. you know. Um, any snake, really, it's just it's that whole food shelter situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they can cool down somewhere, it's generally on the tiles in your kitchen Wonderful. or whatever. So traditionally what happens with buildings and things like that, the laundry door is the one that's got the biggest gap under it mm-hmm. because that's a wet area, so they use the, the gap for ventilation. You can buy those windbreakers from Bunnings or whatever. Just put them on the outs, put them on the outside. I tend to talk with my hands and things, and people think okay. I'm animated when <laughs> I talk. <laughs> um, so you know, if if you put put the windbreaker on the outside of the door, though, not the inside, because yeah. it's hinged, they will just push under and then they can't get back out. That's right. Whereas you if it's the other way around, they can't really lift it up to get in.
2: You, What I did is I went around and got some snake meshing, okay? It's less than 10 mils. Yep. And that's what we were told. They can't get through. And because we're slightly set off the ground, not high enough to get a body under there, but... Very high enough to
0: be. No, <laughs> you shouldn't be hiding bodies under the house. Oh no no
2: no no no! That's up the backyard. Okay? <laughs> news break! News break! Yeah, yeah, news yeah. break! <laughs> <laughs> no no no! Um, but anyway, well, move, moving on. I didn't, <laughs> well, Good on you guys. Thanks. Get me into it. Um, so I snake meshed around the base of the house so that yeah. any um, hard
0: barriers like that, um, you know, shade cloth, yeah, will, will work. Yeah, all that sort of stuff will definitely work for. Yeah what you're trying to do, if it's yeah, a hard barrier. Yeah, so if you barrier,
2: had a nursery and you went on the floor and up with shade cloth, that would bury them out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah wonderful. And you can
0: just cover the bottom up with, yeah. just throw some dirt on the top. Yeah. Our yeah. snakes traditionally don't dig. Yeah. They'll take a hole or they'll, you know, mm. inhabit something that's yeah. already there. They won't make their own den or anything like that. Yeah. So your red bellies have live babies. Yeah. So do your blue tongues, so do your death adders and your tiger snakes and your copperheads. Right. Whereas your eastern brown snake is having eggs and your tree snakes and your diamond pythons and things like that are laying eggs. Diamond pythons are very maternal. They'll sit with the eggs and they'll uh, wrap them up and they'll vibrate to keep them at a certain temperature. Yep. Eastern brown snake is going to lay her eggs. See you later.
2: Wonderful parenting.
0: Yes. Yes. Zero parenting. Yes. Yes.
2: So okay, well that that's look. We might go to a break, guys, and just um, have a few sponsor ads, and see what we uh, come back with after the break on your Pulse FM in Hawkesbury. Yeah, right,
1: well done. Boy, bad. That's all right. That'll wag anybody else.
0: I thought, well, I'll get into a bit of rescue and rehabilitation uh, with a volunteer organisation. So, and then uh, things progressed. My kids then got to see some animals that we rescued and things like that. Um, and what I didn't realise was a byproduct of that is, over the years, they got to learn empathy and sympathy and exhilaration from rehabilitating something and releasing it. Um, yeah. They had an appreciation for that. So, yeah. what it's actually done is made them better people mm. for people as mm. well. So, mm. they had all these range of emotions and things like that. Mm. You know, and then I got onto the reptile training team and I was training yeah. people how to catch and rescue uh, reptiles and things like that. But everyone wanted to do the furry stuff. Yeah, because okay. Because they're cute. And all yeah. That. yeah, they might be cute, but. Just like, you know, it's like a possum. People think, oh, yeah, that's really cute and cuddly until yeah. you pick it up and it starts going off like a firecracker. Oh, yeah. And, uh, then you really know you've got your hands full. Yeah. Um, so that just gravitated into us starting, starting our own business and yeah. the rest is history and, yeah, we've been going 20-plus years now. So
2: That's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's all
0: good fun and I get to meet some interesting people um, yeah. like yourselves. And, yeah. You know, celebs and doing all that sort of stuff i really do it to to help people and and animals Mm. Um, and if i can do that and Mm. have a little bit of an impact and get a bit of education Mm. out there to to either save somebody's life or do so you like know, an animal's life, then yeah, then and,
2: and I think it's, it, like, it's great because the thing is a lot of people fear what the, is the unknown, right. all right? Yeah. And the fear that they bring up, like I do with snakes, like I would I ever go near a snake? No way, have this morning. But <laughs> that, that actually wasn't that scary. No. And because I'm a calm, tranquil person, unlike my co-host Scotty <laughs> here, right, the snake went to sleep on me, right? So, I mean, obviously I have the touch, which clearly you don't. <laughs> but I think it's really important for people to... I, I always say that the only thing that stops anyone is their fear and if they conquered their fear, how much stronger and strength they gather from that, to know that they can. You yeah, know? and it
0: was... And that fear was a good experience, mm. right? So mm. just... But like that's kind of how they are. Mm. Uh, all of it, really. Yes, it's just some are venomous and some are not.
2: Yeah, I was um, amazed at how cold the snake was. She was a bit cold this morning. Yeah, um,
0: because obviously she's been travelling in the car. Yeah, and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, but they're all right. That's yeah, that's what I mean. They and yeah. she. So she might have been a little bit less active yeah, because she was a bit cooler. Wonderful. Um, which, under the circumstances, probably helped. Oh, it does. But probably. I'm glad that that's kind of dissipated yeah. a little bit of the fear, and it is an understanding thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not, out, they're not evil creatures out to no. get us or anything like that. Like but
2: we must clarify, don't pick them up. Oh, no, don't pick them up, no. No, okay. Least, no, yeah, you not. need a professional person with you. Yeah. But I, mean, I
1: still think it was about eight, nine, ten foot long. Yeah, they, it'll get The big, one that I held yeah, was oh, different yeah, to it'll, Catherine. It'll get bigger the more people that you tell. Uh, <laughs> it's like fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I've yeah. got a
0: six-foot brown snake in my backyard and I go yeah. out there and it's three-foot long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or it's a blue tongue.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. By the time you leave the studio, I would have said that that left the bag and I had to go and catch it. Yeah, furniture was moving. So this is, moving. is going
2: to be next week on the Brekkie Show. Yeah. I'm going to hear all about this from you and I'm going to be there going untrue, untrue. <laughs> so, Don't let worry. the truth
1: oh. get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Myth busters. Now, yeah. we're talking about biting. Yeah. All right? So not that it bit me with one of its 150 backwards teeth. I mean, that's like from a horror movie anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Are you going to give us a demonstration?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Of a tourniquet? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah And
2: look, while you do that, everyone, if you want to phone in on 0408 411 865, we've got a few kits to give away. That's 0408 411-865. Give us a tingle. You can do it now and uh, we'll watch. And what are you going through here now? You've got a okay, few Okay, so bandages. this
0: is the premium kit that you'll get. Yeah. I'll just I'll put will
2: put it Yeah, so paper. we've got a video going up later, everyone, and uh, you can see there's a premium kit that Sean's so putting up.
0: two triangle bandages. Two triangle bandages. Uh, pressure bandage. Pressure bandage. And
2: this excellent invention here, which is a... Um, So it's a snake indication bandage that uh, Sean's holding up there. And if you're wanting one of these kits, it's 0408 411 865. Uh, Just give us a tingle. Oh, you can text. I don't care. Text and just say, I'd like a a free snake kit. And uh, we'll make sure we'll arrange for you to have that free snake kit. These are really good. I
0: mean, you know, especially around the area, people going bushwalking. Yes. Golf. Yes. Backyard. A lot of properties around here. Yes. Um. The thing I tell people is if you're bitten, scratched, or you're not sure, put a bandage on yep. or triple O. Yep. So the, the first aid technique these days is pressure and immobilisation. Yep. So you've got to try and immobilise the limb,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: keep the person as calm as possible. Yep. Uh, no no drinks, no food, none of that. Yep. You don't have to suck the venom out, cut the wound, yep. nothing like that. If there's dirt... That's and there's Tarzan going, stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yep. and it's not a... Uh, we don't use tourniquets anymore. Yep. It's more um, just a pressure bandage. So not a crate bandage or anything like that. Mm. You can you can go down the road of using, you know, a sleeve or, or something like that. If you don't have something, it's best to just sit and, and be as still as possible. Yep. Ring triple O. If you're in an area where you don't have a lot of phone coverage on a mobile, yep. it's not triple zero, it's 112.
2: 112. One, one, two. That'll okay.
0: triangulate... Um, medical emergency and then they'll find you hopefully <laughs> in the middle of a gorge somewhere if you're into that sort of, yeah. you know, high-tech um, mountaineering and stuff like that. Uh, because with a red belly black snake, if you get bitten by a red belly black snake, it's quite painful at, at the bite site. Right. Like 20 bee stings, apparently. Yeah. Uh, whereas an eastern brown snake, zero pain. Oh, okay. So you feel the... The fangs go in, but then there's no pain at the bite side. That's dangerous. And after 20, 40 minutes, if you don't do anything and you keep moving, you'll pass out. Wow. So uh, it can be quite detrimental. Yep. Now, this pressure bandage, the technique now is to bandage once around the bite side with yep. one bandage, yep. which this kit is really good because it has two, yep. and then from the end of the limb to the top of the limb, so fingers to shoulder or toes yep. to hip, With this other one. Now, this bandage here has indicators on them, so they're like a rectangle. Yes. And the correct tension is a square.
2: That's great how they do that. Because it gives the visual for people. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly right. So no Hmm. one has to be trained necessarily. I wonder who invented that. I don't know who invented it, but whoever did it is just amazing because you can't get it wrong. No. There are ones that have a green and a brown. So this first aid technique is the same for... Any venomous land snake in Australia? Yep. Or funnel web spiders.
2: Oh, okay. If
0: you have a bite from a, a redback spider, yeah, that's just a cold pack. Yeah. Straight on the bite side Yeah. Okay, so it's a bit different. And um, a funeral for a the funeral,
1: redback. Yeah, you probably have a heart attack from. a big <laughs> no, for the few, for, for the redback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially normally that's um, lower limb if you like around the back because you're on the toilet. <laughs> um, yeah. so derriere. Yeah. We can do you, you can just use the one if you only have one bandage. Yep. There's they changed <laughs> what they're trying to do. They're trying to do best practice these days. <laughs> you can still wrap the bite side two or three times with this one bandage. Yes. Then go down to the end of the limb and back up. Yep. But the, the technique I'll show you is the best practice, yep. if you like. Um, which will give you a bit of an idea of what's going on. Rightio, so left
1: arm out so scott's been
0: in the garden yes he's reached in he's been bitten by something he can see um two red marks yeah bit of blood doesn't matter that scott's got a long sleeve shirt on no okay just go for it we're going to have scott obviously sitting down so this only needs to be as tight as a sprained ankle okay okay so we're not cutting off
2: no no. circulation we're not not cutting off the circulation yeah I, I would have said to you he got bit on the lips and then seen you actually do <laughs> his whole... <thing. laughs> that, that was what I said. Please do yeah. that. I'm not it's looking into
1: his eyes. I'm not going to look into your eyes. It's a
0: good idea to actually go around kissing snakes. Right. Uh, if you can help it. Yep. So that's not too tight?
1: No, it's not. I, he's got gentle hands.
2: And anyone <laughs> who wants one of these free snake kits, remember you can text in or call 0408 411 we're watching at the moment Sean actually use the yeah. first of the bandages yep. to bandage up Scott's arm. And then uh, what happens from that is he then uses the second one. This second bandage is one that it actually will change from a triangle to squares. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. So... This is, and you go from the bottom of the actual limb. So he's going now around the hand. He, he wrapped the wrist first. He's going around the hand now, and he's going all the way back up. Okay, you're here on Pulse FM with Scotty and Catherine on the Brecky show. And if you want your free kit, uh, either Texas, hello, we've got someone who's already said that they would like one. And um, yeah, we've got only limited amount that we're giving out today, but it's 0408. Four one one eight six five. That's 0408 And we've got uh, kits that we're giving out. Now, I'm actually videoing this, everyone, who's uh, out there in the Hawkesbury listening in at the moment. And I think that we're all really concerned about this. I mean, the bushwalkers, and a lot of people like going bushwalking, but even the gardening we do, I mean, if you haven't... Well, you're trying to clear up the place, like Sean said, to uh, make sure it is less... Likely to have snakes hiding around. Um even in that cleaning you could come across a snake and you could accidentally get bitten or moving soil and looking for a golf ball and looking course, for a golf ball on you know, a golf sort of course. Stuff. So what I've done chooks, here,
0: yeah, of what I try to tell people is try and cover half the bandage every yep. time you wrap. Right. Instead of being all over the place, then you're going to get even pressure. Yeah. So covering um, half
2: the bandage. Cover yep. half
0: the bandage. Every and time you wrap, that yes. can be tucked in here. That's fine. And we now, need to we do this We just want to keep this Scott still. Nice and calm. Yep. And still as possible. So what we can do, we can put a splint on here. If you're at golf yep. Yep. and it's leg or arm, you can use yep. a golf club, you can use sticks. Yep. Um, you can use your triangular bandage if you yep. like. If not, what I try to show people is even if you just wrap somebody's arm yep. in their shirt, yep. that's fine. Um. And we just want to keep Scott as still and as calm as possible. Bring triple O. What you can do, we know that Scott was bitten here. Yes. We can mark it with, with a pen or texture or whatever. Or people don't normally carry that stuff around. Just get a bit of dirt, a leaf, a stick, and you just stick it in here. Yep. So then, emergency services know where Scott's been bitten. They'll separate the bandage, take venom detection at the hospital. You don't need to kill or catch the snake. No. they will be able
2: to determine what that is at hospital Yep, and we'll get Scott
1: sorted out in yep. the back of
2: the ambulance yep. and um, back on the way to recovery. Okay. How's that, feel? Is Am it I too tight on you? My good patient? Well, you're better
1: patient quiet. than you're a snake person. I'm quiet. I'm, I'm relaxed. Because that's the main thing, isn't it? you got to keep calm. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the main things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
0: pretty hard after being bitten
1: by a venomous snake. I love yeah. it when someone says that. You know, you're, you're so bitten that by... That's yeah. you know. yeah. Stay calm.
2: So and, women and make better... Um, snake bite patients. And what you
0: can do, if, if you guys aren't sure, rather than try to explain to somebody what's going on with, you can, you can sit there, that's fine. Sorry, right, even it's, been bitten. Still, it's still calm? Yes, yeah. so I'm very calm. So the from our venomous snakes travel in the lymphatic system. Yes. Which is moved around by muscle contraction. So the less you move, the less likelihood of it getting into your circuitry system yeah. you're going to have a cardi- cardiac and respi- respiratory yep. arrest, right? Yep. So if you get one of these kids, practice at home with the kids. Yeah. Because it's generally the parents that are going to be gardening. Yeah. It could be the kids that are out and tread on the snake or whatever. But if everybody in the family knows yeah. how you're to first on it. a yeah. bandage, yeah. you don't have to then be in and out of consciousness depending on the situation. Yes. Then somebody knows how to put that bandage on. If you put a bandage on for an eastern brown snake, you've got about 24 hours, okay? If you don't, you could be dead within two hours.
2: Right, so it's very important to do this, and as, um, thank you, Scott, you're making a really good demo here. So wherever the bite is, there's already a bandage under there already. You mark somehow with a pen if you can, if not, put a twig or a leaf under the, where it's being pointed now, And that's That's it pointing, yes? And then you wrap this bandage. Now, it changes from a triangle uh, to squares. Now, I'm just going to go in on that because you can see there's squares. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what it changes to and that tells you that you've wrapped it correctly, all right? To the correct tension. So that's the tension. Now, this is wrapped every one and a half after. If you're after one of these snake kits, we've got a few that have already been taken. Uh, you can text me or call in on 0408 411 865. That's 0408 411 865. And look, I, I really appreciate you coming in to do this. I think it's very important for everyone to know about this, especially in the area that we have. Um, snakes around and it, it is a concern and I don't think it hurts for everyone to realise that uh, you know when you have a snake bite you are to call triple zero but if you're in an area if you're bushwalking yeah, you, and you've gone yeah. down into a gorge and you can't get mo- mobile reception don't fear remember this number two one one two one one two that's what you need to call if you're not in a place with mobile reception and you'll still be able to get help so That is a good um, thing to know as well, but how are you going?
1: Oh, you know, come on, on live radio and have a chat. And, you know, mm-hmm. second week in, I've got live snakes and I'm being, I'm being wrapped up. I think it's an absolute corker. That's
2: right. I've
1: got to tell everyone but Sean, he's got gentle hands. You know what I'm saying? Okay, gentle so hands. So now,
2: what do we mm-hmm. say about that now?
1: Mm hmm. Very gentle hands. Well, that's the thing, because could you imagine if someone was bandaging you up yes. and they're shaking and carrying on, you know, <laughs> you've been bitten by a snake? Yes, I know, he's a professional. Well, will
2: you do this with your family? Will you, like, Look. like I will, I'll go home and do this. I mean, there's only two of us now in the household, but I would like to tell everyone else to do this because it's important just to take five minutes, and this is comes back to my New Year's resolution thing of the value of time. If you took that value of time, this is right, isn't it, Sean? Yep. Just to take that time to go and wrap over this and make sure... It could be that you're going to save your neighbour's life.
0: Yeah. And, you know, even if they don't have the bandage... Now, with these kits, if you're not... Like, you can carry them around and stuff like that. Just make everybody aware where they are. Don't just put it in the third drawer and hope Mm. that you're in the backyard and get... Well, you're not hoping to get bitten, but if you get bitten, you got to hope and pray that somebody can find... Mm. This kit in the third drawer. Put it in a in a central place in the house. Yep. Even if you want to put, you know, one bandage. Mm. The bandage will work. Either one will work. Yeah. Okay. So you can put one in the shed.
2: Yeah.
0: One inside. Yeah. Or and what do they
2: retail for?
0: Uh they're twenty three dollars from the Hawkesbury Visitor Information Centre. If you need them posted out, it's thirty dollars. They just just to cover their postage, yep. and I'll post it direct to your house.
2: Okay, so that's the Hawkesbury Visitors Information Centre that's opposite yep. the RAF base. Yeah, They're $23. Valley Valley, yeah. Now, if you want them posted out, you can do that, and they're going to cost 30 I would personally go down and pick up one because yep. the way it takes so long to get things these days. Um, yeah, they've
0: got a lot of other information too. Yeah. Um, they'll give you a pack. I'm going to leave some business cards and things like that yeah. there. Yeah, so Just leave some um, with ours too. Feel um, free to And also, to look, anyone,
2: that. if you're wanting any of those kits till 9 o'clock, we'll have them available. We've got some that have been taken. We have a few left. It's 0408 411 865, and that's for your free uh, snake kit. So not snakes, like not the, a snake kit, the no. bandages <laughs> to put yeah. on the first yeah. aid kit. It's like not for snakes yet. Okay, so, wow. Thank morning. you. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank no, you so cool. much for coming along. Oh, I really I appreciate it. the
0: opportunity, you know, to, no, to try fine. and... If I've educated one mm. person, um, it's a pretty bad average, but it's better than no one. Yeah. So I'm But just you've got a
2: Facebook site people can come on to and Australian Snake at... Catchers. Yeah, yes. we've
0: got a cartoon logo uh, yeah. on there as well, yeah. uh, generally. Yeah. Uh, there's a picture of myself and my wife. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's Australian Snake Catchers yeah. uh, with an S. Just jump on there yeah. and give us a like. We're happy to answer any questions yeah. that you got. Or, and I think that's important. You know, yeah. we put a lot of rescues and sightings and mm. a bit of ID. You'll see a bit of live video of me mm. catching snakes and things right. like that if you're into that sort of stuff, yeah. especially with lockdown. And, yeah. you know, you can excite the kids yeah. and stuff like that yeah. because yeah. kids are the future too. So we've got to educate the kids exactly to, right. to try and um, yeah. appreciate what yeah. we've got. A lot of the fear in kids come from the parents. Of course. So if we can educate as many people as we can yeah. um, that they're not all would be a good su- thing to
2: have at the schools actually.
0: Yeah, 100%, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff, but if if people want to reach out and get a bit more information for their schools or so that um, people can uh, get some information into the schools then that's yeah. I'm all for that too. I'm yeah, happy to, they can to come get in out contact and do a with chat and for that too. Yeah. Yeah, I can do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um or I can give them information to to go and the you know kids do yeah. projects and things like yeah. that. They're coloring in snakes and yeah. it's just Wonderful. an awareness thing. You know, yeah. no, that's, that's
1: a great, great. idea. Great yeah. idea.
2: Yeah. Well, look, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You. And uh, as I said, we've got those kits available till nine o'clock when we finish our brekkie show. So that's 0408 411 865. eight four one one eight six five. We'll go do a bit of music and thank you once again.
1: Pleasure. We've thank you,
2: Scotty and Catherine, on the brekkie show.